four days now you watched your mother deteriorate in health. She began speaking strange, slurred and mixing up words. Then the next morning you heard her drop a glass. She would remark how she couldn't feel her hand. Taking her to the doctor, he couldn't find anything concerning and sent you both home. That evening, while cooking dinner, you noticed drool drip from her mouth into the pot. Becoming confused, your mother retreats to her room. That night, you hear violent banging coming from her room. Running in, you find her convulsing. You manage to pin her and wake her. Fear radiates from her eyes. You heard whispers of this in the village. Mercury poisoning or the Minamata disease. A disease you dare say because once you do, that was it for you, you were outcasted. Your mother places her hand on yours, once warm and confident, now is cold. She barely smiles and assures you she will be fine, but you knew this wasn't true. Within months, she would be dead. This was the Minamata disease and disaster, and this is the good, the bad, and the pure evil. Minamata disease is a neurological disease caused by mercury poisoning. Signs include ataxia, numbness, muscle weakness, loss of vision, loss or damage to your hearing, and damage to your speech. Extreme cases would show insanity, paralyzed, coma, and death. Congenital form can cause unborn children to have cerebral palsy. The disease was discovered in Manmata, Kumanato, Japan in 1956. It happened because methylene mercury was released into the industrial wastewater from a chemical factory owned by Chiso Corporation. This dumping would happen from 1932 until 1968. It's thought the toxic chemical affected fish and shellfish in the Minamata Bay, which were caught and eaten by the locals. So in 1908, Chiso Corporation opened up a factory in Minamata. At first, it produced fertilizers. It would expand into acetylene, acid, vinyl chloride, among others. The factory became the most advanced in all of Japan. The waste from making these chemicals were dumped into the Minamata Bay through the wastewater. Because of this, fisheries were hit, so in 1926 and 1943, Chiso would compensate the Fishery Corporation. With expansion came wealth, which benefited the city of Minamata. This power and lack of competitors meant that Chiso held great power within the city. The city was even called Chiso's Castle Town. Chiso began production of acetaldehyde in 1932 with 210 tonnes that year. By the peak in 1960, it was up to 45,000 tonnes. The chemical reaction used to create this chemical employed mercury sulphate as a catalyst. This would change in 1951, and this change would produce a highly toxic compound released regularly into Minamata Bay from 1951 
until 1968 when production finally stopped. It all started to be seen by the public with cats. Mid-1950s, people in Minamata noticed that their cats were going crazy. They watched as the cats fell into the sea. At the time, some believed the cats were depressed with life and were committing suicide. But then a strange illness affected the people. Numbness in their limbs and lips, difficulty hearing and seeing, shaking limbs, difficulty walking and brain damage. Like the cats, some people appeared crazy, shouting uncontrollably, and some had their nervous system affected. On April 21st, 1956, a five-year-old girl would baffle those at Chisos Factories Hospital. She presented with difficulty walking, speaking, and having convulsions. She would stump the doctors. Just two days later, her sister arrived at the hospital with the exact same symptoms. Speaking to the girl's mother, the doctors found out the neighbor's girl would also have the same symptoms. A house-to-house investigation would happen. Eight more would be found with these symptoms, and they were taken to the hospital. May 1st, the hospital director informed the local public health office that there was an epidemic of an unknown disease of the central nervous system. This marked the official discovery of the Minamata disease. End of May 1956, the Strange Disease Countermeasure Committee formed to look into the epidemic. Seeing the disease almost spread in nature, it was thought to be contagious. So as a precaution, patients were made to isolate and their homes were disinfected. It would later be found out not to be contagious, but because of this first thoughts, those who had it would be outcasted by the local community. Investigators would find the strange cats and other animals affected around the sick homes. From 1950 on, cats were recorded convulsing, going mad and then dying. Locals called it the cat dancing disease. Crows would fall from the sky, seaweed didn't grow on the seabed and fish floated dead on the sea surface. Researchers from Kumam Atto University were invited by the committee to research deeper. August 24, 1956, the Kumamato University Research Group was formed. They visited Minamata regularly and even admitted patients to the university hospital for more examinations. More symptoms were unearthed. The disease started with no warning, with first symptoms being feeling of numbness in your hand or feet. This led to being unable to grip, grasp items or button up items such as shirts. Next, you stumble while walking or running. Voices change pitch, blurred vision, hearing issues and problems swallowing. Then you deteriorate to severe convulsions, leading to a coma and then death. By October 1956, 40 patients were found. 14 of them were dead, making the fatality rate a scary 35%. The university researchers focused on the cause. They soon learned victims were of the same family with clusters in fishing areas along the shore of Minamata Bay. The staple food of these victims was fish and shellfish. Cats of the area would eat the scraps. So this led to the thinking the outbreak was a type of food poisoning, with the fish being the culprit. November 4th, the group announced the disease is believed to be poisoned 
by a heavy metal and is entering humans who are consuming fish or shellfish. Once the suggestion of heavy metals was out, the waste water from Chiso factory was first thought to be the issue. The company would conduct tests showing it contained many heavy metals, including lead, mercury, manganese, arsenic, copper, and kale, cogan, selenium. Finding exactly what poison caused the disease was difficult and very time consuming. 1957 and 1958, many opinions were given by researchers. First, it was thought to be the manganese because high levels were found in fish and dead victims. Tylenum, selenium, or a mix of contaminants was then thought, but March 1958, Douglas McApine, a British neurologist, would say his symptoms looked more like mercury poison, so the investigation switched its focus to mercury. February 1959, the mercury distribution in Minamata Bay was investigated. The results were eye-watering. Large quantities of mercury were found in fish, shellfish and sludge from the bay. The highest levels were around the Chiso factory wastewater and with water down the further out it went to sea. At the mount of the wastewater canal, two kilograms per tonne of mercury sat. This would be a gold find for miners. Chiso actually set up a subsidiary later to reclaim and sell the mercury found from the sludge. Hair samples were gathered from victims and the population of Mimamata. The patient's mercury level was 705 parts per million. The residents in general population was a level of 191 parts per million. And outside Minamata, the average level was 4 parts per million. The Chiso factory was considered the source of the contamination. They were coming under intense scrutiny to deflect the change the route of the wastewater output. Chiso knew what it was doing, what the environmental damage was, and were fairly aware they were the number one suspect in the investigation. Despite this knowledge, this discharge, they still discharged the water directly into Minamata River from September 1958, instead of the Haikin Harbour, which they had been done previously. Straight away, fish began to die and new Minamata disease victims began to pop up in other fishing villages up and down the coast. This would happen because the wastewater was spreading further in the Minamata River. Chiso would fail to cooperate with the research team. It would hold, in, it would withhold info from the team like methods of producing. So the researchers had to speculate what products were being made and how. The Chiso factory hospital did its own experiments into the Minamata disease in July 1959. Food with wastewater added was then fed to healthy cats. In 78 days, which is just over two months, 400 cats had mercury poisoning. Chiso did not tell the investigators and had the experiment shut down. Chiso had financial gain with the factory and so did the Ministry of International Trade and Industry along with the Japanese Chemical Industry Associate. 
so the habit remained open, they funded research into other causes of the disease that weren't its waste. The wastewater damaged the fishing industry around Minamata ever since she saw a factory open in 1908. The Minamata Fishing Corporation would get small payments called sympathy money from Chiso in 1926 and 1943. But after the disease outbreak, the fishing industry bottomed, hitting down 91% from 1953 to 1957. The government issued a partial ban on sales of fish caught in Minamata Bay. A partial ban because if it was a full-out ban, they would be legally obliged to compensate the fishermen. The fishing cooperative was not happy and protested against Chiso. They stormed the factory in August, 19, in August 6th and August 12th, demanding that they too be compensated. A committee was set up to mediate between the two, but the committee was more favourable to the company. A compromise would come about. Chiso paid the cooperative 20 million yen and 5 million yen fund to promote the recovery of fishing. With the wastewater route changed in 1958, the disease and pollution spread downstream, damaging and destroying more fisheries. With the first small win of the Minamata Cooperative, the Kumato Prefectorate Alliance of Fishing Cooperative went after Chiso for compensation. October 17, 1500 fishermen entered the factory demanding negotiations. This yielded nothing, so they took the campaign to Tokyo, getting an official visit to the Minamato by members of the Japanese Diet. The visit happened November 2nd. Alliance members stormed into the factory and rioted. There were many injured and damages of 10 million yen. It was covered in the media, bringing it to the nation's attention, who had no idea about the Minamata issue. A new mediation committee was formed and an agreement was reached by December 17th. This time, 25 million yen of sympathy money was paid to the Alliance and 65 million yen went to the Fishery Recovery Fund. 1959 victims with the Minamata disease weren't in a strong position like the fishermen. Minamata disease patients' families' mutual aid society was set up but they, were, they weren't very united. Patients and their family were discriminated against and were outcasted by the local community. The locals not affected, seeing the attack on the comf- company as an economic ruin to the city. To some patients, being outcasted was, worse, was far worse than having the disease. November 1959, a sit-in would happen at Chiso factory. An agreement would eventually be done. To get the sympathy money, patients had to be certified by the Ministry of Health and Welfare Committee. Adults, adult patients got 100,000 yen a year, or about $1,000. A child would get 30,000 yen a year, or about $275. And families of the dead got a once-off payment of 320,000 yen or about $3,000. October 21, 1959, the Ministry of International Trade and Industry ordered Chiso to go back to draining the wastewater in Haika 
harbour and speed up the installation of the treatment system. December 1959, Chiso installed the circulator purification system with a special ceremony to open. The president of Chiso drank a glass of water claiming it was wastewater that went through the circulator to prove its safety, but it wasn't purified from the system. It was clean water he drank, but it didn't come from the system because the circulator did nothing. At the time, this wasn't known, but later a testimony would be given at the Nigata Minamata disease trial, stating Chiso knew the circulator was useless, saying, quote, The purification tank was installed on a social solution and did nothing to remove organic mercury, end quote. But back in December 1959, the lie worked. Having all parties believing it was working and safe from, the, from then onwards, from the lie, doctors didn't expect new patients, and this resulted in many issues for years after as the pollution continued. In many minds, the Minamata disease was over and solved from that one lie. The years from the first Symphony Money 1959 to the first legal action 1969 are called 10 years of silence. So the water treatment had no effect on the organic mercury level, as was told. Pollution and disease was still spreading. The Kumaato and the, the Kagoshima prefectural governments would have a joint survey in late 1960 gathering hair samples of those living in the affected areas. The results showed there was a spread and people were still being poisoned. From the samples, people had levels of 50, which is the level when people experience nerve damage. The highest level recorded was 920. Though those results were kept a secret from those who had taken part, even if they asked for the results. Ten years later, a follow-up was done, and it found many of those involved had died from what was classed as unknown circumstances. Back in the area, doctors and medical officials for a long time were recording higher than normal cerebral palsy infants. 1961, they decided to re-examine children who were diagnosed prior with cerebral palsy. They found the symptoms mirrored an adult with Minamata disease, but the mothers showed no symptoms. Because the child was born after the outbreak and never ate fish, the mothers thought they weren't victims. At the time of the outbreak, the medical experts believed the placenta would protect the unborn child from toxins in the mother's bloodstream which is true for many chemicals. But what wasn't known then and is known now is that mercury has the exact opposite. The placenta takes it from the mother's bloodstream and pumps this particular chemical into the unborn child. Many years of tests and studies were done along with autopsies of two children. Doctors concluded these children were suffering from an unrecognized congenital form of Minamata disease. The committee met November 29, 1962 and agreed the two deceased children and 16 living should be certified as patients of the disease and should receive the sympathy pay from Chiso as was in the 1959 agreement. Minamata disease would surface again in 1965, this time on the Agano River in Niigata. A different factory owned by Showa Denko was the culprit. 
do use the same chemical process with mercury catalysts like Chiso. Just like Minamata from autumn 1964 to spring 1965, those along the Agano River began to see cats go crazy and die. Then people began to emerge with symptoms just like Minamata. The outbreak was made public June 12, 1965. Researchers from Kumatal University used their knowledge from Minamata to investigate Niigata. September 1966, a report was issued stating Showa Denko's pollution was the cause for the second outbreak. But unlike Minamata, those infected had no links or ties to Showa Denko, so the locals were much more supportive to the patients and even supported a lawsuit against Showa Denko, which was filed March 1968. What happened in Nagato and how they dealt with it would have Minamata re-examine decisions made. Nagato patients were suing the pollution company, so Minamato thought to do the same. Now at the time, two other pollution-related diseases were hitting the headlines in Japan. You have the Yokai-chi asthma, which is connected to sulfur dioxide, and you have the Itai-Itai disease, which is ca cadmium poisoning. Victims of these formed a group and filed lawsuits against polluting companies in September 1967 and March 1968. As a whole, these diseases became known as the four big pollution diseases in Japan. Slowly, the mood changed in Minamata and Japan. Back in Minamata, patients began to notice that the public were much more sympathetic and supportive towards them. In 1968, in Minamata, the Minamata of Citizens Council for Minamata Disease Countermeasure was set up. Twelve years after the first discovery and four months after Chiso stopped using mercury catalysts, the Japanese government issued its official conclusion on September 26, 1968. It read, quote, Minamata disease is a disease of the central nervous system, a poison caused by long-term consumption in large amounts of fish and shellfish from Minamata Bay. The cause of the agent is methylene mercury. Methylene mercury produced in the acetaldehyde acetic acid facility of Shin Nihon Chiso's Minamata factory was discharged in factory wastewater. Minamata disease patients last appeared in 1960 and the outbreak has ended. This is presumed to be because consumption of the fish and shellfish from Minamata Bay was banned in the fall of 1957 and the fact that the factory has waste treatment facilities in place from January 1960." Now this statement was full of holes. It wasn't just Minamata Bay that was affected. Eating small amounts long term could cause symptoms, it didn't have to be large amounts. The outbreak didn't end in 1960, and mercury was not being removed by the water facilities. Despite these untrue facts, the statement did bring a sense of relief to the victims and their families. Many felt it was acknowledgement that Chiso was responsible for causing the disease, and the victims were grateful their suffering was being recognised. The aim now was to what extent the victims should be compensated. So with this new statement, the patients of the Mutual Aid Society decided to go for new compensation agreement from Chiso, demanding an official on October 6th. Chiso stalled, remarking they couldn't give a fair result, so they asked the Japanese government to set up a binding arbitration committee. This request split the patients group. 
many didn't trust it because in 1959, the third party sided more with the company, giving the patients a poorer outcome. April 5, 1969, a meeting was held but ended splitting the group into a pro-arbitration and a litigation group. The litigation one decided to sue the company. Summer of 1969, Chiso sent gifts to the arbitration families, a gesture of goodwill that they weren't suing. The litigation group received nothing. April 25th, the Ministry of Health and Welfare set up arbitration committee. It would take a year to draw up a draft for a compensation plan. March 1970, a newspaper leaked that the committee asked Chiso to pay 2 million yen, $5,600 to the dead and from 140,000 to 240,000 yen, which is $390 to $560 per year to the living. The arbitration group was livid. They called upon the committee along with patients and supporters of the litigation group to get a better deal. May 25th, the arbitration committee announced their compensation plan, but the announcement was disrupted when 13 protesters were arrested. Increases were requested by the arbitration group. The committee were forced to revise and during this the patients waited inside the ministry building for two whole days. Finally, May 27th, an agreement was signed. The agreement now stood of debt payments of a once-off 1.7 million to 4 million yen or $4,700 to $11,000. Then a yearly payment of 170,000 to 380,000 yen or 470 to 1100 dollars for the survivors. That day, the Minamata Citizens Council held a protest at the gates of the Chiso factory. A trade union of Chiso held an eight-hour strike in protest at the poor treatment the arbitration group got from the company. Over in litigation group, they represented 41 certified patients, 17 of whom were already dead. They submitted a suit against Chiso on June 14, 1969. The the group came under fierce pressure to drop the lawsuit. One woman described being personally visited by a Chiso executive. She was harassed by her neighbours, rejected by her community, had her family boat moved and the fishing nets tampered with, and even had human faeces thrown at her in the streets. Help would come to the litigation group from the informal national network of citizens group which popped up in 1969. The Kumaato branch was especially helpful in the case. September 1969, they set up a trial research group with law professors, medical researchers and sociologists to gain useful material to give to the lawyers to improve their legal arguments. The trial lasted four years. The litigation's aim was to prove corporate negligence. To win, they had to prove three main legal points. First, to show that mercury caused the disease and the company was the source of the pollution. With the university and government's findings and research, this was easily proven. The next, they had to show Chiso could have or should have seen the effects of the wastewater and from this they should have or could have taken steps to prevent it. Basically they needed to prove negligence in the company's duty of care. And finally they had to disprove the Simply Money in 1959 agreement was legally binding contract. Patients and their families all gave testimony in the trial, all very moving and important. 
but the most powerful one came from the Chiso executives and employees. Hosokama, head researcher on the 400 cat trial, gave testimony July 4, 1970, from his hospital bed where he lay dying from cancer. His testimony was the most dramatic, detailing the experiments, developing the Minamata disease in the cats by feeding them factory wastewater. He spoke about opposing the 1958 wastewater change of route into the Minamata River. His testimony was backed by colleagues who confirmed Chiso ordering the cat trials to end in 1959. Hoso Kamana died three months later. Former factory manager Nishida testified profits were put before safety and that the work conditions were dangerous with lack of care when it came to handling mercury. The verdict came down March 20, 1973 with a win for the patients of the litigation group. The Simply Money Agreement was found invalid and Chiso was ordered to pay 18 million yen or $66,000 one-time payment to the dead and 16 to 18 million yen or 59 to $66,000 to each surviving victim. 937 million yen or $3.4 million was the total of the compensation, the largest sum ever awarded by a Japanese court. During the arbitration and litigations group fight, a new group of dis- Minamata disease sufferers came out. In 1959, an agreement to get compensation, patients had to check a specific set of symptoms. This was the limit liability and financial burden. To qualify, you had to exhibit all, not some, but all of the Hunter-Russell syndrome, the standard to diagnose organic mercury poisoning at the time, which came from an industrial accident in the UK in 1940. Only those that checked all of the Hunter-Russell syndrome were certified. Many were rejected, leaving them angry and in limbo as to what exactly they had. March 2001, 2,265 victims were officially certified. Of that, 1,784 were dead. Over 10,000 got compensation from Chiso, but they weren't officially recognised. Patients were only recognised if they themselves came forward to be certified and sent compensation. Discrimination would happen to those who did come out with the symptoms. Contagious fears was in the community and there was loyalty to Chiso because livelihoods depended on the company. With such resentment to those with symptoms, a lot were reluctant to admit that they had it or to seek certification. Over 17,000 did apply. Once a patient was certified, it meant they automatically received compensation from Chiso. Because of this, the council was under even more pressure to reject on the smallest reason to soften the blow financially on Chiso. So rather than looking at it medically, they were looking at it more economically and politically. The compensation also angered the community, who accused some of intentionally seeking compensation who weren't actually suffering from the disease. In 1978, the National Institute for Minamata Disease was set up. In it was four departments, Basic Medical Science, Clinical Medicine, uh, Epidemiology, and then the International Affairs and Environmental Sciences. In 1986, the institution became a WHO collaborating centre for studies on the health effects of mercury compounds. 
Its aim was to improve medical treatment of minimated disease patients and to research mercury compounds and its effect. April 2008, they invented a method for absorbing gases, mercury, in order to prevent air pollution and would enable recycling of the metal. The Japanese government took action with pressure from the Minamata disease along with the Yukai Chi asthma and Itai Itai disease. 14 new environmental laws were passed. Japan at the time had the most strict environmental protection laws in the world. The new laws included a Water Pollution Act and a nationwide regulations of toxic discharge. In 1971, a National Environmental Agency was created. Today, Minamata disease remains an important issue in Japan society. Lawsuits continue against Chiso and the government. Many believe the government's response just wasn't good enough. From 2000 to 2003, the company reported compensation liabilities of $170 million. May 1st, 2006, to mark the 50 years, a memorial service was held at the Minamata Disease Municipal Museum. Despite the bad weather, 600 attended, including Chiso Chairman and the Environmental Ministry. March 29, 2010, a group of 123 uncertified victims reached a settlement with the Japanese government, Kumamoto Prefectural Government, and Chiso, receiving a lump sum of 2.1 million yen and monthly medical allowances. The congenital patients are now in their 40s or 50s and are in very poor health. Their pa parents, if alive, are their sole caretakers and they are nearing 80 or more. These victims are homebound, dependent on family and isolated from the community. Some welfare facilities have been created for these patients. One such place is Hot House, a vocational training centre for congenital patients and other disabilities people in Memamata. Hothouse members aim to raise awareness of the Memamata disease, often attending conferences, seminars and elementary schools, making sure what happened is not only never forgotten, but will never happen again. Thank you all for listening. Next time we'll be looking at the Moores murders, carried out by Ian Brady and Myra Hindley from July 1963 until October 1965 in England. They tortured and murdered five children. They would be charged and convicted with the judge remarking them as, quote, two sadistic killers of the utmost depravity, end quote. Until then, this was the good, the bad and the pure evil.